0: following podcast is recorded and produced by the podcast precinct in affiliation with the network at bicvp-radio.com the podcast precinct consistency creativity culture And welcome to a brand new episode of the Network Sports Talk Show. Your collective grouping of sports minds right here on the network from BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts. And we have a uh, a pretty full house today. Looks like the crew's all back together. All right. I'm going to go through and introduce all of our people, all of our our (coughs) panelists. Oh, shoot. Oh, (laughs) all right i know that was really scary for you and your phone dropping there austin well first and foremost welcome back to it was it was really cinematic 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 that's the phrase it was was neat so welcome back buddy how are you
1: how are you we are having ourselves a morning this morning
0: oh it's it is it is certainly something it is certainly something uh, real quick to our listeners, want to congratulate Austin. He is getting married next weekend. So uh, congratulations, my friend. Congratulations, <laughs> oh, thank club. you. Oh, thank you. It's. Yeah. I didn't realize we
1: we're gonna have any awe shucks moments this morning. Uh, we had
0: to. We had to. It's been on <laughs> such a long time. Uh, just remember, when you say yes, she says no. Introducing our other fellow panelists. Uh, we're gonna look at Mr. Uh, Johnny Townsend. Johnny, I would Johnny,
2: only, I would only do this show for 14 bajillion million dollars. <laughs> and they finally said yes. Cause I was going to hold out. I was going to do it.
0: Johnny This is the first time we've actually got to like introduce him at the top of the show in a while. So welcome. Thanks for being on time, Johnny. We appreciate you.
2: <laughs> well, in fairness, I really was not on time. You guys are just very kind and awaited me to eat my breakfast, which I appreciate because that was in my rider, uh, the other thing in my contract said uh he gets to finish his breakfast. Uh, you are very then,
0: adamant about the breakfast thing. Yeah, yeah that's
2: that's that's an every rider I ever do. What
0: kind of you had old chinese food? What was your old chinese food?
2: It was we were really this is so what a personal question, Matt. Uh this <laughs> uh it was uh, sesame chicken and rice and it was uh, still uh pretty awesome. Did you heat it up or was it cold? Uh I I'm a stickler. If food is supposed to be hot, it's got to be hot for me to uh, eat it. I would I eat it up. Okay. All right. All right. I know uh, I'm. A, I know I'm a weirdo in that. A lot of people eat that stuff cold. Like <laughs> I can't do cold pizza. Just can't do it. I got to oh, heat it up. You're missing out. But I understand. I understand.
0: All right. Uh, next up, he is broadcasting from his uh, his 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 morning job at the radio station. He's going to be in and out with us. Mr. Derek Jaws, Derek, happy uh, well, when this episode comes out Sunday morning. Sunday morning to you, buddy. How are you?
3: Howdy, howdy, howdy. How are you holding Having up? Having a good there? time, you know. Uh, it's it's interesting. I got you guys in one ear. I got uh, the hometown home show in another ear that I'm doing production on, and it's going to be fun because I'm hearing two things in each year and talking myself. I, I'm 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 going cross-eyed. <laughs> We'll drink more, some, more cross-eyed
0: than usual. <laughs> well, drink some more coffee, my friend. Hope you're doing well. And yeah, is going to be bump, jumping in every now and then. And of course, our last panelist, uh, Mr. Andrew Lenz. I almost had a witty joke about you being the odd man, but um, but yes. Andrew, uh, Andrew Lenz, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
4: Nothing much. It just seems like I haven't talked to you forever there. I know. It's like we just recorded
0: together like half an hour ago. Shit's crazy. It crazy. is crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right. So welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome to our listeners who, uh, you know, do our once a month podcast talking about all things sports. And uh, today, this is the first time. Well, we've all been through. We've all had our our subject matter. This is our first time all the way through. And uh, yeah, I get choice today. We are talking player salaries today. We are talking about athletes uh, who make a lot of money because, there's, you know, there's this big stigma nowadays that, uh, you know, I see it all the time on social media as people hate on those who are doing uh, maybe a little bit fi- fi- financially better than them. Um, they criticize athletes who make too much money and uh and do this sort of thing, but I think it's it's all just a uh it's all a little bit hypocritical. So I wanted to have an open discussion about uh player salaries, all right? Player salaries, what you know, what they make, why they make what they do. And, uh, you know, I think this might be one of the few things that we can all agree with until Josh jumps in and argues with Andrew about something. So uh, let's go. <laughs> so let's go around the room uh, and just give our honest thoughts about, you know, player salaries and, um, you know, the criticism and stuff that just a general just what your feelings on. And Austin, we'll start off with you, bud. Your, your thoughts on player salaries.
1: Sure. You know, what? the interesting thing that I always find about player salaries uh, and really what people complaining about them. Um, the thing I always like to say to those people is, if you if your boss came to you and offered you a raise, and it was something egregious, some ridiculous amount of money, and you even felt, hey, I don't know if I'm worth that much, or hey, you know what, that's probably overpaying me, who who says no to that? Who turns that to who went, you know what, that might be too much money for me. But if you could give me $5,000 less, I feel like that's in our will. Nobody would ever say (laughs) that. Everybody would take the money. Right. So, and now I understand that we are talking about a scale of money here that's way more, but it's also comparable to what they do. As soon as your average Joe Schmo starts bringing in billions of dollars in TV revenue, then yeah, you can start talking about your salary in the same level as all these professional athletes. Um, But really the people complaining are also a contributing factor. They watch it on TV. They buy the jerseys. They go and get beers in the concession stands and go to games and and contribute their salaries to to that overall cog in the, you know what I mean? To that machine and, and, and the players reap the benefits of all that.
0: For sure. For sure. Now, Johnny, I'm, uh, you're up next. I want to hear your thoughts on this because I mean, one, you're an artist, you are almost, you're practically in the same boat as a lot of athletes, you know, wanting to get paid. Um, and there's a whole lot of it, you know, this is exposure versus, um, you know, pay me what I feel like I'm due yeah. kind of thing. Uh, you have probably one of the most interesting perspectives on on all this as well. So Johnny, take it away.
2: Yeah. First of all, just so everybody knows, exposure is not payment. It is not payment for what you do and uh, what you bring to the table Uh, as an artist or a cartoonist, whatever you want to label me. uh, I, uh, my whole career, and I've been doing this for a long time now, um, I'll have people uh, just like an athlete, honestly, you have people who like your work and you have people who think you are overpaid or that you're charging too much. Uh, and they'll tell you to your face. I've had people tell me to my face who obviously didn't care for my work too much, what they thought, my like how much they gave me a dollar amount and what they thought I should be selling stuff for. And, uh, but they do not know. They don't understand a, the time you've put into it, b uh, all the work you've done up until then to get, to where you're at at that level, uh, see the, just the stuff like you got to use the materials, which for an athlete would be, you know, all the, uh, you know, like LeBron James, for example, puts a ton, a ton of his money back into his body. Right. Right. To, uh, and a lot of other athletes like, you know, Brady, yeah, Tom Brady famously does the same thing. So, uh, when it comes to players' salaries, like I get where Joe Schmo, uh, We'll look at the numbers and be like, whoa, and your eyes will just pop out of your head, right, for what these guys are making. Like, I get that. There, some of these numbers are astronomical. But at the same time, they're, they wouldn't be offered that if the owners or whoever didn't think that they were worth it. Like, you you do not realize how much money these guys bring in. And also, you don't realize how much money these guys give back. A lot of these guys do quite a bit for charity, especially yep. in their areas, that you don't even hear about, that you don't even know about. Uh, A lot of them do that. I remember back when NASCAR was huge uh, in North Carolina, obviously it was a big thing at one point. And Jeff Gordon was a very divisive driver. People either loved him or hated him because he was a young guy and he was coming in he was winning a lot. And my dad, who, you know, I, I love my dad, but he hated Jeff Gordon, right? Couldn't stand him. And uh, I was kind of the same way because my dad hated him. So I was going to hate him until of course, I had to hear about that dastardly Jeff Gordon and all this charity work he does in Charlotte. And I was like, Oh, no, I can't, I can't hate the guy as much. Right. Right? I could not pull for him, but I'm not going to actively hate the guy. So uh, that's kind of where I am with the player salaries. I think that obviously while we, when we hear these numbers, you know, uh, you know, I've worked a nine to five job before and uh, like Austin said, any raise is amazing, but, uh, you know, I was never making that kind of money, but you know, I wasn't like a face of a franchise. I wasn't uh, on television all the time. Uh, people weren't just following and you know, my every word I said on social media, nobody cares what I say on social media and I have some great jokes you and, do you do <laughs> and nobody cares. Nobody cares, but, uh, they care about those because they sell tickets, man, and they make money for other people. So uh, you got to factor all this into there. No, for sure.
0: Uh, Jazz, you busy. You got a second to relay. Just wanted to check. Yep. Okay. Andrew, your thoughts on all this.
4: It's simple business. Once again, like everybody kind of put into it, you know, if you're making the money, you got the money to spend, you're going to spend it. And I think of what a lot of people don't realize is they get a paycheck just like us. Okay. And what do we get taken out of our paychecks every single week, weekly, monthly, biweekly, whatever taxes. Mm-hmm. These guys get taxed no matter where they're at, unless you're playing in, you know, somewhere where there is no state income tax. They don't see all of this money. And plus, do a lot of people look at the big money, the, the, what they signed for. They don't ever look at guarantees. A lot of these guys don't even reach the guarantee. Either they reach the guarantee and then they're gone or they get bought out in the NBA, NHL, and they get bought out. So they have the potential to earn all that money, but they don't always earn all that money. And then plus two, half of them go broke anyways because they spend too much of it. Right. That's a different story. So you can complain about how much money they make but this is just in a small window too. what's the average NFL career three and a half years. I think
0: that's what they say. Three and a half, four years, something like that.
4: And that's that league minimum. They, we always look, we always look at things through the microscope and not the big picture. How many guys are really making the big giant, huge money? And how many practice squads guys are making $50,000 a year right. or smaller guys. So it's, it's what your worth is. It's, I don't want to make it sound like that, but if you're worth to marketing and ticket sales or anything else, you're gonna get paid more. Same thing with Hollywood actors. Agreed. If if, if you're if you're a draw, you're gonna get paid more. If you're not, oh well. You better should have tried harder before. <laughs> right.
0: I, yeah. I think. I think. Um, you know, in this day and age, right? Everybody, uh, there's like a big you know that i mean not to get political but the, there, there's a big issue right now in the world at least here in the states where people want to have their say you know they want to be paid more right they want to be paid more fairly and there's there's, there's nothing wrong with that there's certainly nothing wrong with that and that's why i don't get mad um at athletes who got paid more all right you know everybody wants their fair share of the chunk of change and uh, but yeah, there's just so much hate directed at athletes nowadays for making as much money as they do. And it's really, it's, it's really depressing and sad because they're technically this in the same boat as, I mean, again, the money talk is a lot, is a lot bigger than, than Patrick Mahomes and Joe Schmo at target. But the, 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 overall principle, in my opinion is always, is the same that they've always, they, they're, they're fighting for their fair share, their bigger cut. And athletes, you know, the athletes have just done a better job unionizing and coming together to make sure that they get a fair share. Uh, you know, owners still make a ton of money. There's no doubt about it. But when we look at certain things, you know, we, we look at certain aspects. <laughs> Josh is screwing me up right now. I'm going to... <laughs> he's doing the the spirit fingers thing. It's it's really messing me up under my train of mind. But um, you know i just i just hate seeing athletes being labeled as these villains because they they put all those years in right they put all those years of preparation you know into their bodies, taking care of them eating right doing the right things, not learning the game as best as possible and 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 continuing to grow and be the best you know we all there's a huge drop off from youth sports to high school to college to the pros it's just the way it is and these guys are the best the best for a reason. But I don't think you can get mad as a fan at athletes who demand a bigger chunk of change from their employers when you're asking for the same thing from from your employer. I, I think it's I think it's two of the same thing. You know, I've gotten messages about that sort of thing too, and I'm just like, yeah, like it's the same thing. And again, the, the charity thing will ne- will never end. Like people were legit pissed that Patrick Mahomes got paid all that money. I'm like, he earned it. He earned it. You know, when you do, when you do the math, when you look at the math, all right, how much of these one ticket sales, these, these teams, these, these leagues making off ticket sales, a lot of money, all right, Jersey sales with somebody's name on them, a lot of money, all right, and, and so much stuff, t-shirts, merchandise, just general merchandise, toys, video games, all that stuff, and try and. As weird as it sounds, athletes might be underpaid when you when you break it down, how much money they make for the top. When you really look at the numbers and how much they
2: make, athletes make at the top, they might be considered underpaid in some senses. Yeah, and at the same time, uh, you know, fans are the ones who also will take advantage of uh, player's popularity and stuff when it comes to merchandise and such. Uh, this is uh well, I'll do a little pro wrestling talk here for me and Matt. Uh, CM Punk just came back from wrestling after seven years. It was a huge deal in the wrestling world and announced that he's going to be at the next AEW per, uh, pay-per-view. And the instant he said that the secondary sale, uh, ticket sales for that pay-per-view, the cheapest ticket was just under a thousand dollars. Right. Uh, and that's a huge jump from where it was. And that's just because CM Punk came out and said it, cause that's what he's worth. That's what he did. Yeah. And that's the same thing with any athlete uh, who's able to do that. And the other things we don't know, like here's, have you guys heard about the PJ Washington story?
0: Uh, I'm not familiar with it. But right, so, me.
2: so he's a player for the Charlotte Hornets. So that's probably why I'm way more familiar with this, but he's a young guy. He hasn't been in the league super long, but you know, uh, he gets playing time. and He's a good player. So he's making decent money, right? Like he's got a contract that's like a couple million or something like that. However, he just, uh, his wife just divorced him and he has a kid uh-huh. and they went to court and somebody did the numbers of it. Cause after he pays taxes and stuff and we have state taxes in North Carolina. So after he pays all these taxes, uh, the amount of money she's getting for child support, uh, he has, after all that. He'll have about uh, like I think it was like two hundred grand after millions and millions of dollars. (laughs) Uh, So uh, Andrew is right. There's all kinds of circumstances we do not know. Uh, So if just if somebody says you're going to get a fifty million dollar contract, that doesn't mean they're going to see all fifty million of those dollars. Right. That's that's entirely true. Um. Let's
0: see. Where do I go with this? With this night? I mean, if you guys have anything to add, I got. got, Josh, go ahead, please.
3: Uh, We're going to keep this as quick and simple as possible. These people are the 0.0000001% of a multi-billion dollar industry. If you were that, you'd get paid what they get paid. You're not, so you don't. Get over it.
2: Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And he's not wrong, right? That's a skill that they have. That they've worked on. Do you? I don't think people realize how hard these athletes work on just on their bodies, how much work they do. I have your boy, your boy Johnny here. I've been trying to uh, drop some lbs, right, just for my own health, so I can feel better and stuff. So I've given up uh, red meat. You know how freaking hard that is. I want a cheeseburger <laughs> now. You know, I've been wanting a burger for, and I've done this for a couple of weeks now, and I've been wanting a burger so bad. But like Tom Brady eats. Uh, just like grass all day, right? And that, <laughs> and that's a that's a big sacrifice. Food's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's it, really hard to do.
1: She she mean to tell me this whole time if I wanted to be like Tom Brady, I just had to go on my front lawn and start showing down. Like that's unbelievable. to me. Yeah, like I missed the yeah. boat on that. And, and drinking tequila so vodka
0: yeah. or, or uh, yeah. no, not tequila vodka. Uh, I
2: just <laughs> avocado that's tequila and all that stuff. That's why. That's why I use, every cow you see is really well built.
1: <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, some somewhere in the back of Jazz's mind, he went, huh, that could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> but he just went tequila vodka. Like that sounds the, right. the, bar, the the bartenders at my wedding next week are gonna be all kinds of confused because Jazzy Bear is gonna go like, I, yes, I'd like a tequila vodka, please. And they're gonna go, I'll do. uh, I beg your pardon.
0: I'm gonna drink myself into a coma tonight with that. Okay. Yeah, well, Very good. Yeah, Very good.
1: <laughs> and, really, and, and and Matt, just to add to that, really so the NFL just signed a new TV package. That starts in 2023, and it was contributing from Amazon, from ESPN, from NBC, and all these different, like, providers. And the total package was $100 billion for a 10-year contract. $100 billion. So, I mean, if people want to complain and stuff like that, like, I, I get it. That's fine. It's an egregious amount of money. But we're also talking about people paying the NFL an egregious amount of money, and the players just want their piece of the pie. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. They're, oh,
0: yeah. they're what people are paying to see. No, I agree. It's it's literally no different than anybody else. You know the the art thing, like Johnny said. Like people have made a lot of money off of Johnny's artwork.
2: Johnny's, uh, you know. Oh, good. Good God, don't don't tell me. I'm <laughs> not gonna. <laughs> I, so I, I'll give you an example because this I think this does equate to, uh, to what Austin was trying to get at here. So, um, there are of course your big card companies, right? Your Upper Decks and your Tops and all those. And they don't just do sports cards, right? They'll do uh, like uh, like uh, Marvel cards, you know, Marvel comic cards, like, yeah, and they'll do Batman cards and stuff like that. And a lot of times, they'll do little sketch cards, which just art on the same size cards. And uh, for example, what they'll do is they'll say, "Hey Johnny, we'll send you this contract. We want you to do uh, thirty cards, and we'll pay you uh, like five dollars per card to do this, right?" That's 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 honestly that's about average uh unless you're like a huge huge artist name that's about what you're going to make and uh, after you do that what will happen is after they pay you uh people will get these cards and these packs and then they will turn on ebay and i made five dollars off a card and those tenor turn around and sell it for like hundreds of dollars happens all the time <laughs> i've literally seen it firsthand yeah matt pointed one out to me so it's very painful <laughs> it is no it certainly is. Um, <sighs> So uh, so yeah when you really account
0: when you really break down you know these these various aspects of uh you know what what players are earning for these franchises and whatnot you know it it, it is it it's incredibly fair and and, and yeah like you brought up the fans and stuff the fans who who constantly pour money into it i've never seen like some people it's like uh you know that bicycle meme where the dude sticks the stick through his front tire and then complains about <laughs> it and blames somebody else I feel like that's a relatively fair comparison, um, you know, for, for for how all of this goes. Now, do you guys have, uh, you know, is
4: there, is there any people who, or maybe any sports that you think are just criminally underpaid? I think, I think when it comes to any of this, I think, I think a prime example of something of people being exploited is... Excuse me. Was college sports?
0: Yeah. Now, oh, this is huge. Yeah.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm going. I'm going there. No, please so, do. Uh, <laughs> please do. <laughs> I used. I used to be that guy when they were like, "Hey, why do you need to get paid? You, uh, you, you, you have a scholarship. You're getting a free education." And then I look at the story of uh, prime example is Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was probably the biggest college football star for what is two to three years at usc yeah and they sold reggie bush jerseys and the way that they got around it where they were like eh reggie bush doesn't need any of this money we're not using his jersey it's just a jersey that says number five on it Mm -hmm. well you tell me how many people want to wear a number five usc jersey now and don't relate that to reggie bush And then he went out and he was like, well, I'm going to try and do some good here and get my family some money and do whatever I got to do. Broke the rules, got his Heisman Trophy taken away from him. And now he can't get it back, even though they were like, yeah, maybe we need to start paying these guys for what they do because we're making so much money off of them. And I think that's a prime example is that they sell jerseys, but yet they don't put the name on there because that's their loophole. I'm going to sell a num you know I'm just going back to when I did watch college football. I'm going to sell maybe sell number 10 uh Brady, Brady Quinn jerseys, but I'm not going to his name isn't on there. Yeah, right. Brady Quinn was really good at Notre Dame. No, I R-A-B- know.
0: I made I I'm sorry okay. I made that face. I'm sorry I made that face.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but we're not but we're not going to we're not going to give him any money, but we're going to use Brady Quinn's fame, Reggie Bush's fame, Vince Young's fame. Um, all these different players fame, but we're just not going to put a name on the back of the Jersey. We'll just use their number and our Jersey and just make a crap load more money off of everything else. Plus TV deals that we get from the conferences. Um, if you ever watched the 30 for 30, the Requiem of the big East, where we're getting free shoes from Nike and everything else, we're just getting more and more and more. And these guys are getting a stipend where they're eating for free. they are getting a scholarship, but you're still making extra money off of them. The scholarship is more come play football here, we'll play we'll'll we'll take'll we'll pay of for you. your we'll take care of you, but then we're going to make tons more money off of you because you're really good, but you're not going to see that. and that's kind of the same as Johnny's situation. Yeah. John it yeah. gets paid this little bit. of mo- I'm sorry, not this little bit, but this amount of money, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> this amount of money, you create something cool for us, but now we're going to exploit it and make even more money off of it.
2: Yeah. 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 And, and to back up what Andrew is saying there in college sports too, you know, the NCAA, this is especially true in basketball. So I'm assuming it's the same in football and all the others. Uh, they have all these really strict rules on how you can recruit players and stuff, but colleges are constantly getting in trouble for breaking those rules. And they wouldn't do that if they didn't think these players were going to bring them a lot of money, right? And that's there's just a little of
0: punishment, money. right? There's, there's a yeah. little punishment, and that's that, that's a fantastic point, Andrea, I'm glad you brought up the college aspect because I was like, man, where do we go from here? Like, I made my point about pro sports, but the college stuff is actually very very true right didn't a player like last year or two years ago get in trouble for some kind of go fund me fundraising thing they try to take it away from i i I can't remember the story
4: it was was, trevor lawrence
0: what what was that about if you if you don't it was a
4: covid relief go fund me type thing and they said oh this, you can't do it yeah um It's,
0: it's really bad it's, it's, it's really, truly awful. I mean, I, I, have heard so many players, you know, come out of the NCAA and they think it's how awful it is that, 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 you know, the way that the the amount of money that they made, I mean, generations upon generations, upon generations of athletes have come to the NCAA D one college, their lives are just like, it's nonstop. It's so much stress. You want to be the best, you know, this, this great athlete, but you know, college classes and you're
2: struggling to find ways to eat and, you know, yeah. all these and, and, and nobody complains about, uh, you know, the amount of and I'm I'm not blaming them, by the right. way, but nobody complains about how much money some of these head coaches are making in college. Yeah, you know, they're making astronomical numbers. And I think they're obviously worth it or they wouldn't get paid that. But to sit there and say that somebody's of that like if you yourself had the ability to make any sort of money off your name, why wouldn't you try and why right. would it be so bad for you to try? We're all podcasters. We'd love to be able to make money off of what we do yeah. in our names. Like that's yeah. it, right. I mean, I think that's a side
0: goal for everybody, everybody, whether you get into it for the love of it or not, you you, you want to be able to make money off of it at, at some point, at some point. So, um, so yeah, the, the, college level, it's been, it's been bad. You know, I haven't, I didn't understand. I get the traditionalism um, of colleges, the spirit of being in for, you know, in college and competing against other colleges for sports that's fine, yeah, and, Dandy. And,
1: and, and man, I think the term amateur is what a lot of people had an issue with. I mean, yeah. that that or, or the, the the connotations around you are an amateur athlete, you are a non-professional. Right. You know what I mean, and now are, I mean, and really just to open up that can of worms, are any college athletes actually amateurs now that they're able to make? Right. are, are you just a pro? Technically speaking, under the the definition of it, at 19 years old, as soon as you go to college, as soon as you get the local, I don't know, the local fast food joint in your neck of the woods, gives you 50 bucks or a, a free hamburger, whatever, are you, are you a pro now? Because you, you accepted that type of compensation that was not just free room and board? Right. I think
3: the. I think the thing that keeps your amateur status on that is the fact that you're not getting paid to play your sport. You're getting paid because you're famous, like because you're famous because of your sport. You're not getting paid to play football. You're getting paid because you are famous from playing football.
4: I think so when like, you look at, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jess.
3: No, you're go. good. Good.
4: I think when you look at amateur stuff compared to pros, and it, you know, speaking of making money off of people and salaries, it's when the Olympics was like, yeah, we can have pro NBA players play in the Olympics. Before that, it was your college guys yeah that's all it was allowed and now all of a sudden it's cool that we have pros play in what the olympics should be an amateur thing well
2: but other yes. countries had already had their pros playing for a long time but yeah you're right but,
4: but, but i i could see that with like the ussr but they weren't playing they were playing at a pro level for some of the stuff but now everything is yeah get, get get all these stars we're gonna make tons of money because who wants to watch a bunch of who wants to watch a bunch of 20-year-olds from the United States play a bunch of 35-year-olds from from Russia. Right. And that's well, where it is. The other, side,
3: I, the other side of that too is, you know, the Olympics you're 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 trying to find the best in the world, right? So yeah, yeah. if the best in the world are professionals, why wouldn't you want them to play? Aside from well, they're getting paid to do so.
1: So that means they're good enough to get paid to do what they do. Right. And, and those professionals go play for their own country. Like there's a lot of NBA players who go play for team. Australia will play for team Spain. Go play. It's not like they're, it's not like the NBA players are exclusively playing for the United States. Like they go and play for their native countries. Like that's, and I think that's pretty cool that they're all allowed to do that now. Oh, I
2: love that. I, 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 I agree. I agree. I also think I just want to bring this up anytime Jaws, uh, talks in this episode you need a little special sounders jaws drop do or something like that after he says something because he's just coming in every once in a while Yeah. <laughs> no i concur
0: i concur but yeah so i like yeah this this whole title thing i i mean you guys are i mean are you guys all around the room for for college guys getting paid college not just guys excuse me college athletes getting paid are, are we all for that
2: I think if you're making a lot of money for a place and you're just asking for a little bit of money, I, I have zero issue with that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Or really, uh, I would I would preface it as um, I'm surprised that didn't we didn't get to like a stepping stone sooner. Right. And you guys tell me what you think. So like, you know, NCAA teams are allowed X amount of scholarships, and yeah, so there are guys who are on that football team, that basketball team, that are having to to pay their own way while the better players are not able to or not having to do that. Right. So I always thought that like hey, listen, if you have a problem with this guy has a part-time job and he's trying to work his way through classes that, okay, hey, listen, now the stepping stone to now paying them is if you make a roster, you have a scholarship. It does not cost you anything to go to school there, not room, not board, not books, not anything if you make a roster. So if you don't make a roster, okay, you're an average student. You should have to pay your way like everybody else does. Make good grades, get an academic scholarship, whatever you want to do. But if you're on a team, you don't pay for anything. Right, and we 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 did we didn't get that. We went from X amount of scholarships and having to okay, you two will share this scholarship, and you, maybe you three you'll get a, you'll get a partial, you'll get a whatever. To hey, now everybody, go off and do whatever, do your own thing, and try to get as much money as you can. Right, you know you can what I mean? go like, get endorsements.
2: Oh, right, yeah, and 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 with basketball, you know, a lot of these guys only go for one year and then leave, but they're still right. wanted. There's st- people still want like these schools still want them because they know for that one year, they might make some money off this guy. Because yeah, that's, that's another thing, too, yeah. With uh, this is in football and in basketball and, and in baseball, where um, a lot of these athletes are are already famous before they even get into college sports. They already have yeah. a following on social media. They're already uh, huge kind of stars just really building and, and budding up there. And they already have a following. So it's, you know, I, I, I just don't understand why some people get so mad at these athletes who just want to make money because we all know that these schools are wanting these people to come in and play for them because they know they will make money off of them right even and it quite interesting oh,
4: well even in the nba is starting to realize the whole one and done thing when they were like hey you can come to the g league and yeah we'll pay you like a hundred thousand dollars i mean nothing extraordinary you come to the g league for a year because the g league i mean nobody really goes to the g league unless you're like a second round pick or a washed up first round pick or a guy trying to come back into the NBA, but you could come to the G league and we know now we can make money off of the G league because we got this high high school recruit and we're going to pay him $120,000 a year or for that one year. And then he's going to jump to the NBA draft. And now we secured this product and the money off of him Instead of this guy going to college, it's <laughs> Or hopping overseas, so the NBA is like, we're going to make more money and do this and give you some money. So even the NBA is like, we're going to pay you. Don't go to college. Yeah. We'll just I, pay you. Which, which
0: now. I think is fair. I mean, again, if I think everybody should try college, but if you're going to college just to be an athlete, I think there's got to be a there, there's got to be a better way, right? There's got to be just a better route, uh you know, to take on on all this. And the NBA is very, being very progressive, I think, in that and that mindset. You know, you can skip the whole college stress process. You can go just go p- come play ball for us and, and get paid, which which I which I think is great. And I wish other sports would do that. You know, that's what I've been I've been a pretty big advocate for like football to start doing developmentals and in, in, in mini camps, like not mini camps, but like triple A, stuff like that. Just lower tier stuff. Cause listen, you know how many careers get wasted in college football? I mean, college football. You know, the, the the toll it takes on people's bodies. And I try to explain this because myself and Andrew did an episode about right. doing developmental type leagues like a triple A, like a double A that baseball has doing some of the lower tier stuff like the A. I think it's A.H.L. like the like the NHL has in the world of football. You know, these guys, they go out there and their dream is to be an athlete, but they're getting, you know, they're getting uh, the running backs and the wear and tear on their body is there before they ever get a chance to make any money. They have money and I think it's criminal. You know, who who benefits from that? Who benefit from the... Who was the one running back? Like, it was like over a decade and a half ago. Was it Willis, uh, was it Willis McGahee? Was he... He got like his knee, Baltimore. he got tackled. Who was it? He got his like knee, he got tackled helmet to knee and his knee went to the side and his leg was... That's, the, that's, the I mean, that happened
1: to Willis McGahee. It okay. was, that's it, was, it did happen. That, yeah, that, that it, happened
0: but, and he did have a little... Te- he did have a little tenure <laughs> in the league, but you know what I mean? Like that could have been it. And who would, in, in the long run, who would have profited off it? His school would have profited off of it and not him. He would have got, you know, all this, just wear and tear on your body for, for little to no cost. And it's, it's, it it's criminal. So I like, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's just like an art. It's just, it, it's, it's crazy. And it's, it's just like any art style. And if you're putting yourself out there, you're putting your body on the line, you know, this and that, you, you deserve to get paid. And it, it like, there is no room for anybody to criticize any athlete for making, you know, for, for making any type of prop money off of their what they do.
2: Yeah. Anytime you're playing uh, a sport that you're trying to become a professional in and you're not getting paid for that game, you're taking a chance. Really, yeah. you are uh, of getting hurt. I mean, I don't remember the you guys will be able to tell me, but, you know, recently in football, we had a high level. Uh, I think he was a quarterback guy who uh, a lot of teams were looking at as a number one. And one of the last games of the season, he got hurt really bad uh, to the point where uh, I, that, you know, it really hurt his draft and uh, people don't know how his career is really going to go. Oh, Tua. It's going to be Tua, yes. right? Yeah. Tua that's it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Tua sucks. <laughs> he also, he also got broken. Drop, in half. drop, 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 Jaws drop, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm good to go. with The rest of the show here, boys. <laughs> All right, cool, Sweet. nice, nice. A lot of a lot of Dawes drops coming our way. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> does, does it count as a job? Oh, he's man. just here now. He, he's just existing. Oh yeah. That's, oh, true. that's, that's true. true. There's that's no dropping. He's job just drop here right, there. right. <laughs> The Jaws continuance. This just ongoing. oh. Oh man, the job.
2: The, the continuance sounds like a, that's a great that's a shod watch i i would oh god
3: let's like, do it it's
1: like what's, a, what's that's the big bang theory the jaws continuance cool <laughs> okay cool
0: it's just like a in the cover like the the art for the show is just him like looking outside of a window with his hand up on it or something yeah yeah <laughs> really with rain and just very emotional yes
3: <laughs> matt, matt we're taking we're taking that picture when i'm at the uh when i'm at the studio for the draft Please do, please do. <laughs> we're we're gonna take we're gonna take that uh, take
0: that picture, <laughs> right? But uh, I mean, yeah, Josh, you've been very quiet. Obviously, you've been working. So if you got, you know, if you want to jump in and get get some more opinions, let's, you know, go for it, my
3: man. So like I said, uh, you know, we're talking about guys who are even when you're in college. All right, so maybe you're not the point zero 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 one percent. Maybe you're the point zero 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 one percent. Right. You're still. I mean, the NCAA makes millions of dollars and you know there there was a point where like somebody did the math that if tim tebow got paid for his likeness when he was at florida he would have graduated like almost a hundred millionaire yeah because of the amount of, of jersey sales pictures like plush dolls that like you know all, all it's, it's a plush doll it's like a like the old school wrestling buddies to throw to throw a throwback to you guys um you know it looks like i'm and all they just did was put his number on it without a name. Well, you can argue that doesn't look like you. I mean, they got away with the NCAA football games for how long? By putting your name, your Great number, point. your height, your weight, your hometown. And, you know, instead of it being offensive tackle, you know, Derek Jaws, it was offensive tackle Mark Jones. Yeah.
0: Right. Actually, when, I, I mean, number 70. Yeah, again, yeah. or exists. number 70. Exactly. But, yeah. Exactly. Well, what, yeah. No, it's, it's, that's the 100% true. And, like, I'm glad, like, that. You know, the college athletes being able to be endorsed and stuff opens that window up for that game series to return. But, um, but it's true. But, it's true. Yeah, and a lot of
3: not, these videos. It's not just big schools. It's not just big schools. I, you know, being in the coaching realm, being around people, you know, I can tell you that there's kids that I know. Uh, a kid that I used to coach, who was a pitcher, he goes to West Virginia Westland. He's being sponsored by uh one of the buff like one of the local Buffalo shops right in the area, down in West Virginia uh, a kid, uh, one of our hosts of, um, has stats and stats, bold playing Ben. He's at Alfred, uh, he's at Alfred university playing football. A couple of his teammates have sponsorships. Like, so these kids are taking advantage of the fact that they can get paid to rep businesses as a college athlete, because when you, I mean, when you go to a small school, I mean, me and Austin went to Fredonia. I went, I was at Buff State for a little bit. You know, when you're an athlete, people kind of know you, you know, and then you start saying like, Oh, I'm, I'm a football player in a small college town like Alfred, or in a small town like West Virginia Wesleyan, um, stuff like that. Like people know who you are if you're, you know, players at Brockport are getting sponsorships. If people in Brockport know who the Brockport football players are to the point that when I was getting recruited by Brockport, they told us like, you know, the, the coaches left the room and like some of the older uh, athletes stayed there and they're like, all right, what do you guys really want to know? And guys are like, what's the party life Like, what's the right. bar scene like? Can I get laid? Yo, where's, where's the booze? And they're like, listen, man, where's you got be careful piece? doing that stuff here because, because everyone, you can be a freshman that's not even active on the roster. You could be just a practice squad, practice dummy. And if you go out, you'll be surprised at the amount of people who know who you are.
0: No, for I've, sure. I felt the same way when I used to
2: play at the at the Valdez basketball rec. So I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Pick up basketball games. I was knowing around that wreck.
1: And you know what you know what the awesome thing is too? I mean, just to tack on to what we're talking about, is that how much sports and all that money that comes in, how much it does pay for other things on campus, that new science building, all you know, new technology for, for this or that, or a new music lab, or you name it. Um, I was actually just looking up um the NCAA March Madness tournaments, which accounts for 80% of all NCAA profits. It's just The March Madness Men's Basketball Tournament brings in 80% of all NCAA's money. Um, And I I guess how it works is that for every win that a conference team goes through, and uh, they they allot, it's like $300,000 is what it was this past tournament to that conference. So if the Big Ten has 10 teams in it, and let's just say hypothetically all 10 teams go on to the next round, that next appearance, each team sent $300,000 to the conference. You know what I mean? So $3 million, you know what I mean? And the Big Ten, I guess, made $38 million last year as a conference. That that money got divvied up to schools that went to scholarships, that went to new buildings, that went to upgrading the grounds. And they said that the Big Ten is widely considered to have some of the nicest campuses in all the NCAA because, specifically, their men's basketball team does really well. And all that money comes back from the NCAA tournament.
4: Looking at the NCAA in their 2018-2019 physical year, they had on their financial statement showed $1.12 billion in revenue. And their deal with Turner and CBS that starts in uh, what is that 2024 to 2025, they're getting $990 million just off of that off of that deal and it's it's the ncaa and it's also the conferences get tons of money because uh, this is from an article from last month um the sec which is probably the biggest when it comes to college football if they add texas uh, they add texas and oklahoma and they can generate as much revenue as the ncaa because you signed texas and oklahoma to start playing in your conference. So right there is just tons and tons and tons of money. Why that these players are siphoning into your school into your school, but they can't make any money off of it? And a great example of an SEC player that you know was really great, projected first round pick, but kept on getting injured and made absolutely no money off of his fame was Marcus Lattimore. Just kept on tearing up his knee, tearing up his knee, and. He ended up getting drafted in the fourth round by the 49ers, but how much money did he lose from getting drafted, you know, was supposed to be a first-round pick all the way to fourth round? He lost millions of dollars, but the NCAA got all that money back, and yes, he got his health care taken, you know, settled and everything else, but that's it. Another great example of how dirty the NCAA is, I don't know if you guys ever heard the story about the guy from, this was years ago uh, from San Jose state. He got his half of his leg amputated and he wanted to come back playing football. So he put on uh, you know, his prosthetic and he was going to, and he started playing. And the NCAA stopped paying his medical bills. And the reason why they stopped paying his medical bills was because they said he was healed. So he, lost his leg i think playing football and then all of a sudden the ncaa was like well if you're back playing football you're healed so yeah there you go we're not paying your medical bills but then again on the flip side i'm not 100 sure if he didn't play football would he have lost his football scholarship and then he wouldn't have been able to go to school so the ncaa is like the evil entity of everything in my opinion
0: Right. It's, yeah, it sounds and like one of those things where they were going to win any any way that they could have.
2: And, yeah, and also here's another thing too. Any of these, I mean, NCAA, NBA, in a, NFL, any of these big, big behemoths, um, don't just think the second that an athlete no longer makes the money, they won't just throw them away. <laughs> you know, uh, I know the NBA. He has done a better job of trying to take care of the older guys who you know, who kind of retire or, or, uh, even have to retire early, but you guys are sitting there telling me, and it makes sense because it's such a rough game. The NFL players average, uh, playing time is what three years into what you guys said, something like yeah, that. Roughly that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's three years that, you know, you may just have to make as much money as you can. So, uh, because the moment you get injured or, or whatever, the circumstances may be, uh, and you're no longer profitable to that team. Uh, guess what? You're gone.
1: Now, listen. It, it can happen to anybody in any sport. You have a very small window to make as much money as you can, and you do not know when that window will close. Yep. For some people, it happens when they're forty after a twenty-year career. Uh, but to be looking at guys like like Derrick Rose. Now he's come back. He's been a little bit better, but like there was like a four-year period there where I don't know if it was the psychological. Recovery from his ACL tear that he just could not. He was not the same guy. You know what I mean? And I'm happy to see that he's doing well now and being, you know, part of these championship caliber rosters. Um, but like it's somebody as, as talented as he was and somebody who's at the top of his game, you don't ever know when it's over.
2: Yeah, uh, it could be just one play, right? On any in any sport. One play in any sport can just end your career.
1: Yeah, it's not not just football. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. the high contact sports. It could be anytime.
0: Right. No, I, 100%, I mean, look look at, look at Brock Osweiler. <laughs> I, I mean, not that it was an injury related thing, but listen, this man got a $75 million contract for four years, which was massive at the time. It was one of the highest ones, 75, 76, something like that. And how quickly like his window, just like, again, psychological talent, whatever it may have been, uh, it just fizzled right out and he was getting bounced around. He never seen that. He never seen the full 76 million. Never seen the full seventy-six million dollars, um, you know that it was guaranteed. That everybody loved to trash on him for make memes that he was a garbage can and all this stuff. But you know, it's 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 tough, man. There's so many things have to go right, and, and that limited time window was so criminally like uh, under like estimated. Like I, I feel like it, again going back to our original point. You know, those who live in glass houses, like man, you all wish you were in this situation. Everybody, everybody wishes that they have the power to. You know, what wishes they had the, the ability to be asked, hey, you know, what <laughs> how much difference is, is, is five million dollars or a million dollars going to do for you staying with us? I, I think everybody in their life wishes that they would ask that question.
2: Yeah. And I mean, another thing, too, I'm very curious about this. I'm going to show my ignorance here, uh, which, you know, that sounds wrong, but I'm going to show it for the world to see. Uh, uh, I, I'm very curious if the NFL contracts are the same way. So I think you guys be able to tell me this and the NBA. Uh, you have your set contract what you're going to make and then also there's little clauses in it in which if you say make the all-star team you get even more uh, if you make first or second uh, team at the end of the year you get even more so you can make uh, so your money is literally sitting there and you may or may, or may not get it just from a vote from right. people who uh, who've, who are just writers or whatever there's in that the sport. it depends
0: yeah. there's a lot of general basic uh contracts that are like hey you're guaranteed this amount. You make this amount per year, uh, this and that. But there, there are a lot of special contracts, you know, that where you are right. Yep. Pro Bowl, like Cam Newton last year, he had a bunch of uh, extra incentives. You you lead this team to a certain record. You get a, you get po- you get uh, you can make up to so much money. Nick Foles, the year that uh, he led the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl and won it. He was just shy of a certain perk, but the Eagles were really nice enough. And they 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 gave him like a million dollars. Everybody gets these bonuses. And who could forget Cheeseburger Eddie Lacey, His his wonderful contract clause. He had every for every ten pounds he lost, he made fifty five thousand dollars. It was either I think it was either five or ten pounds, I think it was ten pounds, but uh, fifty five thousand dollars in his take. You know, but but yeah, you know, all that comes in. Everybody just always just looks at the initial number. everybody always looks at that initial number. Like Patrick Mahomes' initial number is insane, and people's heads exploded about it. Four hundred something million. I think it, it could be almost worth up to five hundred, but. You know he still has to perform. He still has to do all this stuff, and uh, that could all be taken away very, very easily. And it's 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 weird for people to be rooting against guys, you know, guys and girls who make a significant amount of money when it comes to all that stuff.
1: Well, well and the, the amount of money that the the Hunt family made from their Super Bowl appearances when when Lynn lose draw is way more than they'll ever pay Patrick Mahomes over this contract. They made so much money off those two appearances.
4: They have. Looking at Patrick Mahomes, I'm on like over the cap. Looking at his contract, everybody's like, oh, my goodness, he's going to make so much money. It's 10 years. No, they can dump him in 2025 and save themselves about $42 million on the cap and only have to eat four point three. Or if they just don't want to pay him at all, they can, in 2026, just cut him. And then they don't have to pay him his, you know, his $42 million that year. Right. Because there's no more guaranteed money out, And that's where everything's front loaded. We're going to pay you all this guaranteed money up at first, because the first sign we see you decline, you're gone. And that's how many times
0: NFL owners have done that. How many times? Right? Mm-hmm. How many times do they do that? This is why. Like, I used to be like part of like the, the the sheep that are just like, you know what? You know, if this why is this guy holding out? Cut him, screw him, just shut up and play. And now I'm like, you know, if you want to hold out, if you think you're being treated like very unfairly and from a pay perspective, you do you, bro. You do you do what you have to do to make sure you get that entitled money. You yeah. Know? There's there's some people who take it a little extreme. There's no doubt about it. A little yeah. extreme, hold out for silly things, but. You know, again,
2: it's like, go in, get paid, get the heck out. Yeah. Yeah. um, In the 90s, uh, the Orlando Magic had two players, two, not one. They had two players who were high-profile, very marketable. One, of course, was Shaq, hoping to have a Hall of Fame career. And the other one was a guy who even had commercials that were making tons of money, little penny commercials, you know, with a little, uh, and it was Penny Hardaway who uh, was a huge name and then he got hurt really bad. And then you rarely ever like, then he would get traded and you wouldn't even know it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just happens in a blink of an eye and that quick. Yeah.
4: And look how much what they did to Orlando. Orlando was an expansion, small market team. Yeah. And nothing, and nothing came of it. Another great example is that I hate to do it because Austin, I believe is a bill's fan. Is when the Bills signed Mario Williams and made him the highest-paid defensive end in the NFL. How much excitement did that bring to the small market of Buffalo? That they landed. See, thank you.
1: It's we we had never we were not that team. We don't go out and free agent shop. We definitely don't make anybody the highest-paid player at their position. We we bargain bin shop the low rack like that's what we do for the longest time.
0: But that's yeah. you made you made well, up the well, difference from what To is used to making, and they yeah. are like you know what? We'll, we'll give you this amount, but hey, you have a key to the city coming your way. <laughs> did you play it down yet? Here you go, pal. Thanks for coming. But you know, but but yeah, but, it, it is it is a very exciting thing.
4: But that's what these players can do just by signing these contracts. Yeah, and everybody gets excited. To I remember when To got signed. I was sitting at like Honey's on Niagara Falls Boulevard, and some guy like turned around and looked at me and was like, "We're going to the Super Bowl." And all <laughs> I'm thinking is, "Pump your brakes, buddy. It's <laughs> it's only to pump your brakes. All right, you got to get a little bit more than that." But that was the excitement. People went out. They bought the to jerseys. They brought in. They tons bought the of tos, revenue, tos, and people bought more season tickets and everything else. And yeah, it, yeah, it generated so much money. That why not why can't they get what they're what they what they're bringing in?
2: They they also not just for their team bringing money, but for the area. Yeah, yeah, for the area too. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks just won the NBA championship with Giannis, the Greek freak himself. And this is a small market team, right? I mean, you don't. And it wasn't the Los Angeles Lakers. It wasn't uh, the Boston Celtics. Any of these big market teams like that. This was the Milwaukee Bucks, and uh, he made a ton of money, and he can run that town now. He can run that city now. He's beloved That's there true. forever. Yeah, now. Green, Green Bay, Milwaukee—it's not a desirable place to be. That, that right, whole it's cold.
0: Is, it's cold. Nobody, like nobody, wants to go to Green Bay to play for the Packers. Just, no, it—it it, it takes a lot. You know, nobody. But, but yeah. So they, those guys deserve it. You know, we just did a what if a couple weeks ago, myself and Andrew did about the Colts moving from Baltimore, to Indianapolis. And one of our listeners brought up this point that, hey, you know, would the Colts have even moved there if, you know, the Pacers didn't save themselves and become, you know, relevant and stuff. And, and, you know, and and that's a good point, too. You know, they just just bring it the city part, the aspect part, bringing stuff to the area. I, I wouldn't care about going to Indianapolis if, you know, my Colts and stuff were there, if certain players weren't playing for the team and 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 certain things had you know transpired that 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 made the city as big as it is but but yeah those guys 100% deserve i mean you have to really i would not want to be a sport i would like to make sports agent money but i would not like to be a sports agent for all the number crunching you probably have to do to really break down what's fair for an for your athlete and
4: what they're getting if if the bills weren't doing so well would a player like Stefan Diggs be okay with the trade from last year if the bills weren't I, I made you know made the playoffs or you know, made the playoffs what two of three of Sean McDermott's seasons and Josh Allen's approving. Three of four would now, play... three of four now, but
0: at that time you're right it was yeah, two at
4: three. that time. Um would he really want to have gone there? Right. without a big money contract? Cause he only made like, tw- I know we're, we're talking about salaries and you're like, Oh, ugh. his cap hit was only like $12 million. <laughs> okay. I think Cooper cup made more than he did last year. <laughs> and I know he put up better numbers than Cooper cup, but would he have been okay with that? If we were saying the drought Buffalo bills? Nope.
0: And you know, what? there's a perfect uh, linear example of ha- what happened the previous year. Antonio Brown wanted nothing to do with Buffalo. Yeah, you think he would have came? I think he would have came to Buffalo after see, you know seeing how the team ended up transpiring and stuff. I think AB would have been happy to come to Buffalo, but he just wasn't, you know. And, and you know, he's got a ring now and and all that stuff, and he's punching. Oh, listen, Titans we people. we say
1: it all the time: winning cures a lot of ills. Yeah, <laughs> it just, it just yes, is it what it is. Like.
0: It
4: certainly does, but um, winning, oh, winning but, and money. When he had money. The greatest quarterback in Bill's history was like, I don't want to play for this team. And they were like, hey, we'll make you the highest paid quarterback. He was like, man, i love me some Buffalo right now.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I mean, we're giving Tyler a lot of credit here. I mean, the league also folded. He didn't have any place else to play. Like, we yeah. were his only option he had left.
4: We did a what <laughs> if. We did a what if. We did a uh, what okay. if. The, the Raiders picked up that phone and said, hey, what do you guys want for Jim Kelly? And then all of a sudden the bills were like, here's some money, Jim. And then that Raiders thing went away. So if he didn't get paid, do you think he would have stayed? And right. that's, that's a whole what if type thing. All, all but, the rest.
0: But we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, this has been a, like a wonderful discussion. I'm going to give everybody the chance to kind of make their final thoughts on this episode. Uh, Austin, we'll start off with you. Just your final thoughts on, on this week's topic. And, uh, you know, just yeah.
1: No, it's uh, this it was a great discussion. It was great having everybody back uh, in the fish tank. This was good. Um, the money stuff—it's—it's it's a lot of money. But they're also the leagues are making a lot of money. The owners are making a lot of money. Everybody who's involved with these major sports is making a lot of money. Yep. Um, a guy like Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the most profitable sport, so he makes the most money. Like it's all comparable. It's all kind. You know what I mean, correct? If you were the single greatest Target employee of all time, you'd probably make more money than the, the sixteen year old who <laughs> stocked shelves. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just like just compare apples to apples here. It's just not quite the same thing,
2: right? Agreed. Johnny, your final thoughts on this episode? Yeah, you're getting paid for this skill that you have, that you've worked on, that you've owned this craft of yours. Uh, you know, a lot of these players start when they're young too. We don't even, we didn't even talk about that. There's leagues and stuff when these kids are young that are just working on their games and stuff as they're they're traveling, all this kind of stuff. So they've put a lot of time and effort and, and work into all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, everything everybody said, I think we're all in agreement here that if you yourself, this is, I was raised, uh, in a way that I would. I always try to put myself in someone else's shoes. Right. I try to think of their situations. If somebody came to me and said, Johnny, for your skills, we're going to give you this astronomical amount of money. Uh, would I say no? Of course not. I'd be an idiot to say no. You're right. Agreed. Andrew, your final thoughts.
4: Uh, just kind of going off what Johnny said, did these guys do it? Uh, my draw, my daughter plays travel. Um, she finally has an actual weekend to herself where she doesn't have to travel an hour away and sit there and, you know, play three, four, five games in a day and then go back the next day and play more games because you got to play a thing and or play a play in. And then the actual tournament, you know, all the practices she does during the week, then plus she's trying out for her height her high school softball team. Like Johnny said, they're putting on tons of time. They're giving up pretty much essentially their childhood to achieve this dream. And it's the, I think it would be the same thing too. If you're a doctor, you're giving up so much time. You're going to school for the extra amount of time. You're just paying it uh, later to become a doctor to be. And if you're the best doctor in the world, kind of, kind of like Austin said, you're going to get paid more. If you are the best pediatric cardiologist, brain surgeon in the world, you are making mucho top dollars. Same thing if you're Patrick Mahomes and you can throw a ball 90 yards with pinpoint accuracy, you are going to make that money and you are going to make it huge. These are not skills we can go out and do. We try to emulate them when we're playing with our friends. That's why some of us play video games because it's the closest thing we're ever going to get to it. And you cannot, and you cannot get mad. I cannot get mad. I can get mad at something else a little bit, but that's a different topic. But for these guys to go out and make the money, hey, more power to them. I just hope they save it and spend it wisely. Agreed. So remember that
0: listeners, the next time you're begging for your employer to pay you more, you want a big raise, big time raise. Remember that next time, you know, and you criticize an athlete for wanting more, for holding out for getting paid in college. Just remember, put yourself in that situation. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode. Uh, I'll be back next month with another theme. Johnny actually gets choice next time. Uh, But on behalf of Austin, Jaws, Johnny, Andrew, and myself, thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next time right here on the Network Sports Talk Show.